Welcome back to Co-Create Oneness. Namaste, everyone. And I couldn't thank you enough for coming back here every single week to listen, learn, and evolve. If you're new here to Co-Create Oneness, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. This is a no-fluff, straight-to-the-point podcast designed to help you revitalize yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Every Monday, I break down a major topic and help you apply wisdom to your life. The topics of this podcast, they come directly from you, my dear listener. I host this show live from TikTok every Sunday, and the topics discussed here come straight from my TikTok following. To join the fun, follow me on TikTok at CoCreateOneness, that's C-O-C-R-E-8-O. Oneness. That is where I'm most active and responsive to my following. This week's episode is actually directly derived from a few people answering to my calls on TikTok. This week's episode is aimed directly at the heart of your guilt, shame, and regret. I'm going to break down these three and help you understand one, where they come from, but Two, to give you a few quick tips for conquering them all at once. Let's start by breaking down each one. We'll start with guilt. We all know what guilt feels like. It's not pleasant. But what if I told you without guilt, we would never do the right thing in the first place? Understanding guilt is vital to your ability to feel happy and content in a negative or unpleasant situation. Like when you really start breaking down your own guilt, it can easily disappear. Is there someone you can apologize to? Is there something special that you can do for someone? Is there something special you can do for your mom, your sister, your brother, someone you care about? What does the guilt involve? Did you commit to a play date with someone close to you and then bail on them for a more important event that you forgot about? Is it guilt from five, seven, ten years ago? Old guilt, guilt that's been around a while, it's the easiest to work with. This type of guilt is a piece of cake, especially if it involves someone you are still in contact with. Just call them. Actually, if it's deep, if it goes really deep, go see them. Most of the time, if it's something that you felt guilt over for a long time, then the other person, they probably don't even remember it the same way you do. So when you go to talk about it, it frees you both. It's like, ah, yeah, how stupid was that, right? So just go talk to them. Hey, bro, do you remember when I did so-and-so and and told you something different 
I lied to you. Being open and honest about the epiphanies you have in your life gives room for the healing to take place. And this is how it happens. Once you ask for forgiveness, if they forgive you, fine. Mission accomplished. If they don't, guess what? You're still free from it. You're still free from it. It still opens the door to the pathway of peace. It still allows your spirit to mend and your wounds to heal. You don't need anyone else's permission to forgive yourself. The act of you seeking someone out to make amends clears you of all guilt. It's even easier when it's your own guilt and it doesn't involve another person. You know, like guilt that stems from you violating your own moral code. You build up values for how you live and you how you should live, and then you violate those basic principles, so now you feel guilty. How do you heal from this type of guilt? By realizing that you aren't who you used to be. If you wouldn't do it today, you're convicting an innocent person. Noticing the problem, being willing to fix the problem being willing to fix it. This will kill the guilt, I promise. So now that we understand guilt a little better, let's take a quick peek at shame. The quick way to defeat shame is to stop caring about what people think about you. Hmm. Because most of shame comes from embarrassment. It comes from scorn, someone makes fun of you, the bully on the bus won't let you sit in peace, the kids in class make fun of you so often that you have to sit in the back of the classroom in order to not be seen so that they don't make fun of you. Maybe you come from poverty and the rich kids in your class, they make fun of the hand-me-down clothes that you have to wear, your Batman tennis shoes because you're wearing, you're not wearing the brand new Nike Airs, you know, the, the Airs with the big giant air bubble. Uh, word air written across the shoe 90s 90s babies know what I'm talking about I'm talking what I'm saying is sometimes if you don't fit into the majority the majority will make you feel like you don't belong but can I tell you that the very definition of a leader means that you aren't a follower can I tell you that successful, influential people care little about the problem and more about the solution? They don't waste their energy, their talent on the naysayers. You are the way you are because of the personality God gifted you with. If you don't like God, say universe, your personality, it's moldable, it's changeable, but you are the way you are for the reasons most people are afraid to come to terms with. Amen. You can be who you want to be. You can do that. You can look at yourself in the mirror with confidence and a sense of pride by knowing that someone else out there, it looks similar to you. Someone else out there needs to feed off of your confidence. You are that man. You are that woman. Other people can feed off of your strength if only you stand up and be strong. Do you know that weakness is only weakness until you work on it? 
If you start as a weak and you work on it, you will become stronger and stronger and wiser. And what is shameful to you now will be someone else's ticket to freedom. If only you stand up and say, I feel great no matter what they think of me. I have gifts that will make this world a better place. I intend to use my gifts to serve humanity. Instead of letting people that don't even see my vision have a say on my mental and emotional state, the shame is from someone else and you don't have to carry it anymore. It is not your own. You do not have to have it. You do not need to keep it. Lighten your load by letting suffering people suffer. You let suffering people suffer. And if you are done suffering, creating meaning out of pain will breed reciprocity and the shame will die. You no longer have to hold on to shame. Nobody has a claim on how you feel about yourself. You are confident, charismatic, and courageous. Say it with me right now. I am confident, charismatic, and courageous. You don't have to keep or have anyone in your life that brings you shame. Do you know the Bible says that they came out from us? that it might be made manifest that they were not of us. For had they been of us, no doubt they would have continued with us. People leave you because they're not glued to you. If they're not glued to you, just let them go. People leave you because they're not joined to you. Moving on to the one we all have the most of, but little of us will admit to having any kinds of it. Regret. Regrets eating away at our conscience. Regret can only stay alive, my friend, if you refuse to learn from it. You flunked a math test. Someone got the job other than you. You didn't nail the interview. The boss said something about your work ethic. They implied you don't deserve a raise. You wanted to try out for American Idol and refused to go. Or you tried out for The Voice but didn't put in the day's worth of practice. One day's worth of practice and you expect you're going to win some kind of singing competition. Or... Your ex-girlfriend, whom you've always tried to make amends with, she gets married and, and, and you, you were trying to heal the relationship, but, but now she's married and you don't have no opportunity now. Your social media feed is full of people winning, having a good life, and you're stuck in a life you want to re recreate. This is regret, my friends, and it will steal your happiness and make you feel like life cannot get any better. But can I tell you that you matter? Can I tell you that your dreams matter? What you want to accomplish, your desire, a Greek word that means of the Father, your desires are God-seeking expression through your life. And if you will try harder at what you want, you will get better at it. If you will see what skill set is required to be successful at doing what you dream of doing and you get better in each area, it may take five years, it may take 10 years, it may take 20 years, but eventually you will get good enough to start making a breakthrough. You just got to keep going. So. Find what did you learn from it? My brother, your mistake 
is the key. It's the pathway to the success. See what you will avoid the next time. What decision did you make in sequence that led to your demise? What will you do differently next time? Regret cannot live if you do not feed it with ignorance. Now, when I say ignorance, I'm not calling you stupid. <laughs> in order to be ignorant, you have to be ignoring something. What truth are you ignoring? this morning? What revelation is avoiding you because of your ignorance of the truth? How does truth set you free? By saying, I'm wrong. I see where I'm wrong. I am wrong because of this reason. I understand what actions led me to this fall. I see now why I was pushed over the ledge. I actually jumped over the legs, right? right? I see that it's my fault. I'm willing to do something different next time. Boom. Regret gone. Guilt dead. Shame obliterated. You can't have these things if you start the process of working through your past in a, in a peaceful environment. Nature preferred. Nature will help you it's like it just bubbles up and you just say, and it flies out of you. Thank you, God, that that happened so that I can be as strong as I am today. Now that you understand the difference in the three, now that we know how to tell guilt from shame and shame from regret, let me give you three little tips that will help you defeat them all right now. I just gave you the first tip a while ago. It's this. Number one, learn the lesson. Find the wisdom in your experience by seeing what you did, brainstorming what you could have did differently, and reminding yourself of the valuable lesson you learned because of the experience. Journaling is a very very powerful habit, my friends. It helps you trap your thoughts on paper. It's not just for children. When you take 30 minutes a day to journal out your memories that pop up in your head, the things that still bother you, those memories go away. Don't be afraid to sit in silence and travel back to your past, to your childhood, to wherever it is that you feel your trauma. Truly begin and work through that shit. Changing the way that you view your past is the first step to changing how you see your circumstances. So powerful. Changing the way that you view your past is the first step in changing how you see your circumstances. Are you a victim? Are you a victor? Are you tired of claiming that and blaming and shaming other things besides yourself? Are you ready to own up and say, I'm ready to be the victor? I have come through all of that. It did not break me and nothing in the future will break me because now I know how to handle it. Amen. Number two, understand your programming period. The Jesuits say, give me a child until it is seven and I will show you the man. This is actually referencing, referencing human consciousness. 
Science shows us that from ages one to seven, our brains kick into developer mode. And we download the world around us through experience, through questioning, through imagination. So can you remember being a child? Remember all the questions you used to ask? The reason I'm taking you here is to free you from the guilt, if any, of your past. Look, we were all born into this world with a deck of cards. Now, most of us just go along blindly playing this game of life, doing the best we can with our hand, but understanding your programming period will help you free you from guilt. It will help you free yourself from the guilts of your past. Why did this have to happen to me? It helps you move the problem directly instead of crouching in a corner, avoiding it, meeting it face to face. For instance, I was raised around sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I remember verbally abusive arguments, physically abusive fights over drugs, screaming, sexual assault. I remember being abused when I was nine years old. And then I passed this abuse on to kids younger than me as a child so that when I have memories of being that nine-year-old abuser, it gave me guilt shame and regret. This, ladies and gentlemen, is why my programming period and I, I couldn't do anything about any of that, right? But understanding that, what I'm responsible for is how I live life because of it. I'm not responsible for the period which for which I was programmed. I was programmed for poverty, for drug addiction, for abuse. I was programmed to not truly know love. It's to not truly feel loved. It's okay. I accept it, but now I can come to terms with it. And what I do after that is what I'm responsible for. So the difference between me and most is that I am willing to stare into the darkness of my past to uncover the lessons that will save the generations to come. How can I prove to suffering people that you can become in conscious thought, action, everything that you aspire to be? Everything you aspire to be, you can become that through action. What does a writer do? A writer writes. What does an influencer do? He makes content. You must become in consciousness what you want to be. It's a process of doing. Doing creates being. Thinking cultivates awareness. Awareness shows you what path to take and doing creates the being. So belief, my friends, belief precedes reality. But your belief is shown by your actions. Your actions. You believe you can be successful? Good. Prove it by what you do on a daily basis. Your habits. Because your faith, my friends, you can believe you could fly. You can say, I believe I can fly. Right? You can say that. But until you climb up the mountain and jump off of the cliff, your actions do not characterize your belief. Your faith does not characterize your belief. And you do, it's a false belief. And your subconscious mind knows that. So you say you, you want to adopt the, uh, the law of attraction by saying, I am prosperous. I large sums of money flow to me quickly and easily through multiple sources on a continuous basis. I give my true gifts with love and I know I'm wonderfully blessed financially. How? 
by what you do. You create a brand, co-create oneness. You start a podcast. You start creating content to help other people. You stop focusing on what your problems are and you focus on what you're passionate about and how you can create solutions for the problems you've already faced to help other people. And guess what? The greatest joy of all is giving. Last but not least, the third thing you can do to eliminate guilt, shame, and regret and completely eradicate these feelings from your heart. It's by this, focusing on gratitude and giving. First off, let's talk about gratitude. What do we communicate to our subconscious when we are grateful? Gratitude means that you have just received something, correct? When you are grateful, when you show gratitude, someone just gave you something, right? You just received something. Gratitude tells your subconscious mind that the wish is fulfilled. When you express gratitude in thought, word, or deed, your body responds with equal emotion. And the feeling, the sensation of gratitude is inner peace and joy. On the other side of the coin, you have giving. Gratitude and giving. The greatest joy of all is giving. Do you want to really kill your guilt, shame, and fear? Then find a cause you truly believe in and donate 10% of your money and 10% of your time to helping that cause succeed. Is it donating to St. Jude and then volunteering at the hospital? Is it the Boys and Girls Clubs of America and you participate in the group events? Is it your local community's food pantry and you help give out food for four hours a week. Can you feel what you want to express gratitude for? You cannot feel the effects of guilt, shame, or regret if you are putting in the work to eliminate them from your life, especially if you're focusing your energy on gratitude and giving. Well, man, it's so powerful. I hope that I've truly inspired you to focus more on what you can do and less on what you don't want, because it is truly what you focus on that manifests the feeling and the combination of what you think and feel creates your state of being and the law of attraction attracts to you, not that what you think about, not that what you feel about, but with the combination of how you think and you feel. So if you're a speaker, start speaking. If you're a writer, start writing. The reason I create this podcast is to inspire the same actions in you, my friend. You're full of amazing, unlimited potential. Well, that's what I have for today's episode. If you love this episode, please do me a huge favor and scroll down and give the show a rating and review. Doing this helps me so, so much. It spikes the algorithm in my favor. The more ratings and reviews I get, the more valuable Apple and Spotify say my content is, and the more people they will show it to. The links to my merchandise, my book, all the products and services, it's all in the show notes. Certain things are being formed right now, so if you don't see links to certain things you want, just know they are coming. But the book and any group that I've got going, the community that I'm building, all those links, they're, they're in the show notes. If you want to support me financially in my journey, I have plenty of value to trade with you. 
You know, this show, it's self-supporting and very expensive. So if you want to support me, my Patreon is Co-Create Oneness, the same name of the podcast. Until next time, I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every episode, by reminding you that you are full of amazing, unlimited potential, and you have gifts that this world is waiting to benefit from. Go out and make it your mission to spread love and light into the world around you. I love you. You're amazing. And I hope that you have an equally amazing day.